You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Pastor Steve Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Bless you, sir. The word and platform is yours this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning to everyone. Uh, we honor our senior leaders, Apostle Willie and Apostle Mamie Tolbert, and to all of you, the great people of God. Thank you so much for joining us on this morning. Uh, we're going to jump right into the word. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about the God of breakthrough, the God of breakthrough, because I know that you may be in the midst of the greatest faith fight of your life right now, and you need to know that you serve and you're connected to the God of breakthrough. He's not going to leave you where you are, but God wants to see you break through the situations that you're experiencing in your life. And so, Lord God, we just thank you right now for your word that we're about to go into. We thank you for everyone that will hear this word and be receive this word, Lord God, that they will decide today that they're going to believe you as the God of breakthrough in their life, that they're not going to stay the way they are, but that they're going to experience that shift, that change that happens when you break through those situations. So God, we just thank you and praise you right now. That And we release your warring ministry angels right now to minister healing, deliverance, salvation, whatever your people need, because the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those that are the heirs of salvation, and that's us. And so we thank you, we praise you right now, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Again, we're talking about the God of breakthrough, and so we're, we're going to go to uh, Micah 2, verse 13, Micah 2, verse 13, Okay. And Micah 2 verse 13 says, he who opens the breach goes up before them. They break through and pass the gate, go out, going out by it. Their king passes on before them, the Lord at their head, the Lord at their head. And so uh, today, again, we're talking about the God of the breakthrough. And so when you hear that word breakthrough, what does it mean? Because the scripture is, is very descriptive as to what happens when the Lord breaks through. And so a breakthrough is that significant change. It's a significant uh, impact on your life, your event that breaks you out of a rut, breaks you out of restraints and puts you into that open place, that wealthy place. Um, so with breakthrough, we need to understand that uh, we have to have faith for that breakthrough. We have to have faith to see God do that thing. We, we have to know from his word, what he says, and Micah 2.13 tells us what he does. He's not just he's not just opening, no. It says he's breaking through. That means he's kicking down doors. He's he's knocking down. I've been I've been watching a show uh and it deals with the SWAT and and, and what happens is most of the time they're saying breach, and that means they're not not they're not just opening, no, they're breaking through doors, they're breaking through doors, sometimes they're breaking through walls, and so. You, you experience some things in your life that sometimes creates those doors and those walls. Those, those, it, it's the reasons why you shouldn't believe according to the natural things, right? Because you, you, weren't, you weren't the one that was voted most likely to succeed in high school. You weren't, the, you weren't the one who everybody expected to go off and achieve great things. So what happens is we begin to create walls for ourselves, all right? It's not just people that are putting walls on, no. Because our belief then starts to become structured in a way of the rejection or of the, the negative, uh, the viewpoints that have been reinforced in our life. And so 
we begin to reinforce those walls. So when somebody tells you, hey, you can you can actually own your home, own your first home for the first time in your life. And we'd be like, well, no, no, I can't do that. You know, because, you know, this is this is all I can get, you know, and so I'm going to just say it's safe here. You know, I, no, no, no. When you really want breakthrough, you're not going to stick with what's safe. You're going to stick with what God says is possible. And so, again, the breakthrough is that event that or the moment that marks a sudden, significant and positive change in a person's life, circumstances and situation. And so think about what you're going through right now and think about what you need God to break through. Get, think about that significant and that positive change that you need right now and believe that God is going to break through. He's going to he's going to knock down those restrictions. He's going to knock down those restrictions that try to keep you boxed in and limited in life. And so it says this in Micah 2 13, it says he goes, he opens the breach. He goes before them. The Lord is the one because at the end it says the Lord is at their head. The Lord, the Messiah, Christ, he's at their head. He's the one who is leading a charge, leading us out of the out of our confinement into a place of freedom, into a place of liberty. And God wants you to experience that liberty on today. You're not supposed to be stuck in addiction. No, you're not supposed to be stuck in trauma. No, you're supposed to be free, free of trauma, free of addiction, free of all the hangups free in your life in the name of Jesus. And so we need to understand that the Lord is our source of strength and power. The Lord is the source of our strength and power. In, in Psalm uh, in Psalm 18, 2, it says that the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. So the Lord is the source of strength and power. The Lord is your source of strength and power. And so we have to understand that in our life, we cannot get comfortable with weakness. We can't get comfortable with being weak. No, because when we get too comfortable, Louis Giglio says this, when we get too comfortable with life as it is, we limit our ability to break, to experience breakthrough. When we get comfortable, when we think that this is this is the I'm supposed to just live just barely getting by. I'm supposed to be just, you know, as long as I don't disturb anything, you know, what would it say? Uh, 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 get along, you know, to, I just I just got to go along, get along type of mindset. No, you ain't supposed to have that. If God's word says that you are supposed to have more then you are supposed to have more. You're supposed to experience more. You're supposed to experience life, not just life as you know it now. No, but you're supposed to experience as John, John tells us, John 10, 10 tells us, we're supposed to experience life and that more abundantly and amplified. It says, enjoy it to the full till it overflows. So overflows. Why does it need to overflow? So that when I come in contact with somebody else that needs breakthrough, that needs to experience that life of God, then I can actually share and impart that life and deliver. The delivered need to learn how to be deliverers. All right. And so we can't get too comfortable. And so remember, the Lord is our source of strength and power. And then in, in uh, Psalm 28, verse 7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and my song, when with my song, I praise him. And that's what we did before the word came on, right? 
We talked about great Jehovah, you are good. We got into a praise. Why? Because praise facilitates faith. Praise is, praise, praise is that atmosphere in which faith thrives. All right? Faith thrives in the atmosphere of faith. Why? Because I'm talking about what God has done, how great he is. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about his testimonies, the testimonies of, that he's given the saints, that he's given me personally. And I'm thinking about how he's healed, how he's delivered, how he's set free. And, uh, and then I begin to praise him and celebrate him and thank him in advance for my victory, for my healing, for my salvation, for my provision, for my breakthrough. And I'm getting excited. Why? Because I know it's on its way to me. I'm, I'm on my way to that experience, a breakthrough. And it's not just going to be a one-time event, but as many times as I need breakthrough, God is going to give me breakthrough. I can take, I can think about so many times in my own personal life where situations may seem like the chips are down and the odds are against me, but I say, no, 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 no. God has been too faithful to me. God has shown himself strong in my life before. And there is nothing, there is no level that God cannot transcend. There is nothing that is too hard for God. There is nothing that is too hard for God. Nothing that is impossible for God to overcome. And so I believe him. I thank him. Even when people are saying, you sure you want to? Yes, I'm sure I want to put all my eggs in God's basket because God will not disappoint me. He will say in Joel, it says that they that trust in the Lord will never be put to shame. His people shall never be put to shame. And so if you begin to trust God, to believe God, and you have your ears open, your heart attentive to what God is saying to you, how God is directing you and leading you and guiding you, then God will lead you in that place of breakthrough. God will not cause you to be ashamed, but God will give you a testimony that you can show that God is good and God has been experientially good in your life. See, in the Greek, in the Greek understanding of learning, the Greek understanding of learning is all about acquiring knowledge, reading, you know, acquiring knowledge just for knowledge's sake. No, but the Hebrew uh, understanding or experience is about experiencing the truth, experiencing the truth, not just knowing the truth, but experiencing the truth. So when Jesus said, they that know that the sun shall free are free indeed, and then says that it that you know the truth, you shall be free. Uh, uh, that's not just knowing in your head, no, but that is an experience. Your heart is geared in faith to experience what God wants you to experience from his word. God has decreed it. God has declared it. He has forever settled it as something that he wants to establish in your life. And because God wants to establish it in your life, what you do is you begin to believe, you begin to trust, you begin to look and expect. Your head is stretched for expecting to see what God is about to do in your life. You're not just you're not just satisfied with reading about the great exploits of the Lord. No, but you want to experience the great exploits of the Lord in your life. And the breaker is coming. He is coming your way. He has already come and he is saying, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready to experience breakthrough. If you're truly ready, then God will lead you through those gates. He will 
lead you through those doors. He will lead you out of that addiction. He will lead you out of the past trauma. He will lead you out of your sickness. He will lead you out of poverty. He will lead you out of disturbed state of mind. He will lead you out into free places, into the wide open spaces where you belong. You're not supposed to be confined and limited by life. No, but you're supposed to experience the wide open spaces. God says now is your time to experience the wide open spaces, experience the openness of life, experience the possibilities of life. Why? Because this is not the end for you. God has more in store for you. And if you believe it, you need to expect it. You need to believe it because that is God's purpose. God's God's destiny for you. That is his plan for you. And you need to embrace it. You need to openly embrace it. I don't care what you were not able to do in the past because now you're a partner with God. And God says that with me, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so that gets us into our next point. Our next point is that faith is the key to breakthrough. Faith is the key to breakthrough. And so Christine Kane says this, Apostle Christine Kane says this. She says, breakthrough begins when you, be, when you don't believe what you're seeing. All right. Breakthrough begins when you don't believe what you're seeing. You believe what you're praying. OK, and you're praying in line with the word of God. You're not just praying amiss. You're not just praying empty words. No, you're putting God's word back to him. You said, God, in your word, you said, God, in your word, you said, and God says, I'm going to honor my word. I'm going to hasten my word to perform it. I'm going to do exactly. I'm going to I'm going to release the angels to minister into you, to bring, to deliver. They're your UPS. They're delivering the packages to you. They're delivering your breakthrough. They're delivering your healing. I'm going to hearken because the angels hearken to the word of the Lord. And so I'm going to hearken. I'm going to send the angels to minister as you decree, as you declare the word, as you release the word of God out of your mouth. You're not just releasing empty words, but you're releasing God's words out of your mouth. And as you release God's words out of your mouth, your faith is connecting with it. And as you believe and you thank God in advance for it, God begins to release exactly what you need into your situation. He's putting the pieces together even as you speak it, as you speak it. God is putting the pieces together. God is orchestrating the situations in your favor right now as you begin to speak, as you begin to release the word of God. Why? Because there is creative power in the word of God. And as I begin to release the creative power in the word of God, then God begins to honor my confession. Why? Because your confession will bring your, your possession in the name of Jesus. And so then let's look at Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Mark 11, 23 says this, truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be what? It will be done. It will be done. It will be done. Come on, say it will be done for me. It will be done for me. Why? Because I'm speaking, I'm decreeing, I'm declaring God's word out of my mouth. And because I believe it wholeheartedly, I am going to see what I say. I'm going to see what I say because he said that it will be done for me. If I speak, if I tell this mountain, if I tell this disease, get out of my life. You have no reason, no place in my life. Be uprooted, be cast into the sea. And you do not doubt. You do not go back on your confession. No, 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 no. 
but you believe that if you confess that God is a healer and you confess the word regarding healing, then you believe that God is constantly working in your immune system. God is doing a work in your body. God is causing the tumors to be dissolved. God is causing your bones to start to move and, and move in perfect range of motion. God is causing your muscles to become untense and loose. God is causing your heart muscles to become stronger and your blood to flow better. God is clearing up the arteries in the name of Jesus. God is dealing with your sugar levels. God is dealing with your insulin resistance in the name of Jesus. God is giving you even the strategies on how to live better and eat better and exercise better and take care of your body in the name of Jesus. Because remember, when God, when Jesus would heal somebody or deliver somebody, what did he say? Go and sin no more, lest the worst thing come upon you. And so they had to know how to maintain their healing, how to sustain it, how to how to live in that healing and not just get healed and then go still live like garbage. No, but they had to learn how to live like God wanted them to live. All right. And so then in Hebrews 11, 6, it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. That is that person that does, that goes into the word of God, that studies the word of God to show themselves approved and then believes that they're supposed to experience what they've studied. It, again, this is not about head knowledge. This is not just about head knowledge. This about, it's about the experiential testimony that God wants to birth in this season of your life. And so you need to believe for it. You need to know that that is what God wants you to do. And so the third thing is persistence is essential. Persistence is essential for breakthrough. Okay. And in Galatians 6, verse 9, it says, Let us be, let's not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Do not give up. All right. And then and then Luke 18, verse 1, Jesus, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show that you ought to always pray and not to give up. Okay. And, and then I'm thinking about the, the, the situation with the woman uh, who had uh, the, the uh, daughter who was demon possessed and she came to Jesus and she persistently, she persistently begged Jesus, Jesus, please deliver my daughter. Jesus, please. And he's like, come on. And he gave her reasons in the natural. He gave her reasons in the natural why she ought not to be pressing on him for her daughter's deliverance. But she says, even the dog, I love that. She, he said, he said, deliverance is the children's bread. But then she said, even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. And that just showed her persistence that all she wanted was just a crumb. I, she didn't, she said, you ain't even got to fully come in. No, just give me a crumb. Just give me a crumb. Persistence pays off. Even Jesus tells the parable of the unjust judge and says that because that woman begged him for justice day and night and did not give up, she did not relent. Because she begged him, he had to honor. He had to honor her persistence because he saw how bad she wanted. And so my question to you is how bad do you want to experience breakthrough? How bad do you want to experience your healing? How bad do you want to live the abundant life in Christ Jesus? How bad do you want it? Come on, come on. Athletes don't just win championships by doing substandard things, but champions actually do things that are above and beyond because they want it back. Their determination shows that they want it bad. Come on, come on. And so then we need to understand this other step, that gratitude is the attitude that precedes our breakthrough. 
Gratitude is the attitude that precedes our breakthrough. And so then in Psalm 107, verse 1, it would say, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. All right, he is good. His love endures forever. And then that first Thessalonians 5, verse 16 and 18 says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. No, give thanks only what's good. No, give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Come on. And so the gratitude is that attitude that precedes our breakthrough. So that's where I tell you that as you pray, you're not begging God, God, come on, please help me. No, you're saying, God, I thank you. I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I'm healed. I thank you that you've given me all things that pertain to life and godliness according to the knowledge of, of you that works in me. God, I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you for your wisdom, your knowledge, your understanding. I thank you that you're showing me that way. I'm, I thank you. I'm, I'm just praising. I'm thanking God in advance, okay? I'm thanking him in advance for my breakthrough. Why? Because my gratitude is the attitude that precedes my breakthrough. And so God will surely, he will come through for you. Believe now that he's coming through for you now, that he's putting the pieces in place as you thank him, as you praise him, as you exalt him, as you give him glory, as you give him honor. He's He's putting the pieces in place that you need to experience the breakthrough, that you need to experience. Think about your testimonies. If you need to see some testimonies on our Faith Builder Huddle, we got testimonies. And so go to the Wyoming Faith Builder Huddle and you will see the testimonies of God breaking through for his people, providing for his people, just, just bringing deliverance for his people. Believe it. And, and, and you begin to get faith from those testimonies. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, by the testimonies of what God has already done. And so I want you to believe today that God is the God of the breakthrough for you right now. God is the God of the breakthrough. He doesn't want you to experience the less than. No, he wants to experience more than enough. He wants you to experience life more abundantly. And so I want you to give your life to Christ right now, today, right now. Just give your life to Christ. Surrender to him. All right. Surrender to him because God will give you breakthrough, but you need to show how much you appreciate it by surrendering your life to him, giving him your life. OK, I want you right now. Just pray, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I want you to be Lord and Savior of my life. I want to I want to lay down my life before you as a sacrifice. I, I, I realize I don't have to die in the natural. No. But as spiritually, I'm laying down my life right now on the altar, just giving you my life. I'm saying, God, you take full control of my life. Yes, God, take those appetites out of me. Take, take the, take the, take the memories, the, the memories. Heal me of those broken memories, God. Heal me of those broken memories. Make me whole. I don't want, I don't want the fractures in my soul to remain from those past traumas. God, but deliver me. God, deliver me. Give me the spirit to, to forgive those that have wronged me, God. Let, let me release them, God, and you handle that. Because vengeance and George, you said you would repay. I don't have to repay them. So, God, I surrender everything to you, God. I'm willing to walk a new life. And so if you believe, if you believe that God has right now saved you in Jesus Christ, if you believe that Jesus has become your Lord and Savior, connect with our ministry uh, using the methods you see on the screen, and we will provide next steps for you. We will provide resources for you so that you can walk out your life as a Christian. Uh, download our mobile app, and you will be able to get resources, on-demand teachings and messages that will help you in your discipleship walk 
uh, even connect with us as we meet in person every week uh, uh, at 260 South 20th Street in Newark, New Jersey. If you're in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, connect with us. Come with, come and be discipled in person by uh, by us, and, and we'll definitely make sure that you're in a, in a right place in a, in the right environment to grow spiritually, and that's what we want for you right now. And so I just pray that you are blessed by this message, that you begin to believe that God is the God of the breakthrough for you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text GIFT to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord in. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website, visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.